Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Secret Artists, a podcast hosted by me, Annie McGraw. Each week I meet a different comedian and they choose an object for us to paint. And we have a lovely old chat. Um, My guest this week is sensational. His name is Brett Goldstein. He uh, said afterwards that the podcast is very dangerous because you're so distracted by painting that you open up and say things you might not (laughs) otherwise say. Uh, Follow him on Twitter for his stand-up gigs, at Brett Goldstein. Um, Watch his film, Superbob, which is brilliant. That's available on Amazon. Um, Also, he hosts a film podcast, which is absolutely great, called Films to be Buried With. Um, very excitingly, he has his own show coming out on AMC called Soulmates, uh, which he co-wrote uh, with Will Bridges. And we found out on the podcast that it's going to be available to watch on Amazon Prime. Um, I think that's a world exclusive. So very exciting stuff. Also, in terms of our podcast, we're going to be doing it live at Macantleth Comedy Festival on the 3rd of May. So do get tickets to that. Um, we'll be announcing the lineup very soon. And we're doing it a Latitude Festival, which is also incredibly exciting. Um, my own personal plug uh, doesn't work. <laughs> the plug in the bath's broken. Um, no, but I'm doing a show at Vaults tonight and tomorrow night. Vault Festival in London, if you happen to be free. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. Yeah, I forced Brett to listen to it. Was like a, it was like a, it's like my equivalent of ASMARAD, which oh, I yeah, never yeah. like. But what yours are like, um, you know, those things where it's like, yeah, where it's like, I'm, I'm scratching <laughs> your head. I'm rubbing a bit of paint <laughs> and a paintbrush. I'm under your bed. <laughs> oh no, that's really creepy. Scratching at the mattress. That's sleep. <laughs> He's made it horrible. <laughs> that's what it says like to me. Intro. Are you ready? Yeah. He's an actor, a writer, a Spurs fan, a son. No, come on. I've written, no, I'm I trying am. to do it like your, I am a like son. your podcast. I am a son. You are a son, yeah. yeah. So weird, isn't it? Yeah, I've never thought of it like that, but I guess Brett you're right. Brett baby. Yeah. I'm joined today by award-winning actor Brett Goldstein. Isn't that so cool? You've won an award for acting. Yeah, it's really Bif- great. Biffa. Biffa, yeah. Yeah, what does that sound for? British Independent Film Awards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's also a comedian, writer and host of the brilliant podcast, Films to be Buried With. He's a film star. Brett co-wrote and stars in Superbob, a very funny action romance is what IMDb describes it as. Yeah. He's been in Derek, Doctor Who, Uncle, Adult Life Skills, Drifters, Drunk History and The Bill. 
<laughs> the greatest of all. <laughs> yeah. I always save the bill till last. Because uh, Lucy Pierman was also in the film. Was she? Yeah. You know I played a suspected paedophile. Did you? Yeah. I didn't do it, but for two episodes you thought I might have done. Lucy Pierman also played a paedophile. Are you serious? Yeah. Do all comedians... It must, the bill must hate comedians when we come yeah. into audition and go, he's another paedo. <laughs> didn't... I've not watched the... Um, End of the fucking world series too, but doesn't Tim Key play a sort of a someone you think is a pedophile? Uh, look at but us he all. isn't, I think. Oh, fingers crossed for my big gig. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else were you fucking done? Oh, <laughs> he wrote on the Catherine Tate show. Yes, I did with Catherine Tate. Catherine Tate herself. Um, he's done so many good shows at the Edinburgh Fringe. Oh, Your right. latest one, "What Is Love, Baby? Don't Hurt Me." Yeah, it was great about oh. sex, porn. Love and addiction. Thank you, Annie. <laughs> that was too long, wasn't it? No, I really You've done so it. many things. God, it sounds a lot, doesn't it? But yeah. I, the thing that's really blown my mind is son. Is what? Is oh, I'm you're a son, a, yeah. Son. And what have you brought in, Brett? Oh, right. Something for us to paint. I have, yeah. Um, so for the record, mm. I've never really painted. Okay. I know um, nothing about art, but... Perfect guess for the podcast. But what I do know, I thought about this and I was like, yeah. I could be silly and be all of like, oh, I don't know shit about art. Do you know about film? And that it, that ain't not art. Oh, it? that was one of my questions. Is film art? Yeah, and I, and and I brought a buddy who is a. Um, <laughs> I uh, love that. Uh, I went to see um, Jim Henson, who's my you know idol. Yeah. And I went to his creature to his uh, studio in in America. It was yeah. like Amazing. open for one day, and someone took me, <laughs> and I bought uh, this. Uh, Muppet. Muppet. That Puppet. What is he actually called? Does he have his character? Well, no, I called him Buddy. He's unnamed. Oh, okay. He's up to the person who buys him. Untitled, we'd say, Untitled. in art. Yeah. So oh, I, I quite want to move him around. Because like, he's got these puppet got, yeah. sticks. I wonder if we could play with him? put him in oh, like, a pose, him like a sort of life drawing. But it's something you care about, right? This and is great, yes. Buddy, so right. what does this mean to you then? Um... Oh. He's your idol, Jim. Jim, I think Jim Henson. Look, here's the real thing that sort of frightens me a bit. Mm-hmm. Jim Henson is the last person on the list who hasn't yet been revealed to be a paedophile or a sex criminal yeah. of the great heroes of my life. And so, all the puppet stuff does make he's him a likely left. suspect. He's the only one left to be someone to look up to. He's literally the last. And last do you man think, Do you think he's all right? I think he's all right. Um, well, this is great. Yeah. It's a uh, he's he's well. Let's describe him. Lime green. Yeah. Wearing a sort of old man's shirt. With a bow tie. With a bow. Oh, that's a bow tie, is it? Yeah, it's got a bow tie. Purple and black bow tie, classic. Big eyes. Big uh, white and black eyes. And pink, um, pinky hair. Sort of, yeah. Yellow nose. I like him. What's he called again? Buddy. Buddy, yeah. Well, let's start drawing him, shall we? Sure. Well, um, I've got pencils here. Ooh. Or you can go straight on. Can you teach me a bit? Yeah, I'm going to Because I do really know nothing first, of this. I think. I'm going to go for a light world. one. H, that's quite light. I'll say this for the podcast. You're the best artist. Oh, thanks. Thanks for coming. You can go now. the masters. You're the master. <laughs> You're the only artist whose work I fully appreciate. Really? Yeah. I once went to a audition... Mm. For a short film and yeah. did like a read through of it with the two girls who had written it and had got the job. Great meeting. Yeah. And then afterward we were like having a drink and chatting about it. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. Um, 
when I read it, I thought of Jessie K for the part. It was like sandy hair, blue eyes, like thing. And they were like, oh, and I saw the moment in their eyes yeah. where they were like, yeah, she'd be great. <laughs> but we'd like arranged the dates oh, and everything. And yeah. then a few weeks later, I messaged being like, just checking where you want me to turn up tomorrow. Yay. And yeah, then they were like, oh, we've actually had a few um, more meetings since we met you. And then like, the film came out, Jessie Cave was in it. So basically what I'm saying is I should be Jessie Cave's agent. Yeah, you should be a casting director. But now I don't recommend, like I obviously recommend people, but if I'm in an audition situation, you can't be so, sort of naming. Can I, sorry, can I just say, uh, while Annie's talking, she's also drawing. I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and what I'm wondering is, I'm not many copy you, right? Cause... <laughs> well, I'm drawing this thing that you put in. You yeah, can, yeah. You can copy me, but I don't know that it will But like, the way you're holding a pencil is not how I'd hold a pencil, for example. So I'm like, maybe that's how you hold a pencil. Well, I'm holding it sort of near the end. Why? I think if you hold it in the normal way, like <laughs> yeah. to write, that's too very hard. good because you're too sort of tense and restricted. Okay, go So on. it can help to sort of hold it near the end. And then, because I'm just trying to do loose marks to get the sort of perspective. You've also gone... Um, I've gone portrait. Portrait. Shall I move the paint out of the way for a yeah. sec while we draw? Let's get bloody paint out of the way. Let's express ourselves. Okay. Oh, I've made the eyes and the nose look a bit like a dick and balls. That's okay. You Is express it... yourself how you <laughs> see best. That's <laughs> um, lovely, isn't it? I think I'm going to try and not fit. Sometimes when you have a piece of paper, I find you try and fit the whole thing on, but then the perspective goes a bit... See, I think I've gone like head on and that's wrong, right? I'll give it a bit of an angle. Well, yeah, because you can't see him head on, can you? No. So I've so already... Can I rub it out? <laughs> can we start the podcast again? Yeah, last time I tried to look for a rubber was with Jamie Dimitri and I ended up giving him a toffee by mistake. Uh, so I don't know if I actually have one. Oh, yeah, I do have a rubber. Look at that. Oh, she's giving me a toffee. Thank you. I've given you a little bowl of pecans, by the way. <laughs> yeah, lovely for a podcast. Yeah, thank you. You said you wanted nuts. Thank you so much. Right. Right. On right, with the I'm podcast. Again. <laughs> did you do art at school? Uh, I don't. I think if I did, I didn't do it for you know. It wasn't one of my majors. <laughs> what did you major in? Film. Drama and English and oh, yeah. that sort of business. I did drama and English. I feel like I was never taught drawing and shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I was. You've repressed it. Yeah. Do you not find it relaxing then, art? Um, like I said, I once bought one of them, because um, you know, they were all the rage for about six months, them books where it's like colouring mad patterns, but you oh, have to yeah. colour. Oh, yeah, like therapeutic sort of felt yeah, pen. adult colouring books. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> you got and into then, that, did you? Well, for about six minutes and then I got a bit bored. I don't really like those because you have to stay in the lines. It's all a bit prescriptive. Yeah, that's not art, is it? It's not art. You've got to let break me, out the fucking Let me lines. get out <laughs> for once. Did you like English and drama? Uh, I think I liked my English teacher because he lent me a Clockwork Orange. Oh, yeah. When I was a young lad and it was banned. Oh, that's quite cool. Um, we always thinking back on it, it was probably a pedo. <laughs> We Did used you? to have parties in English, like yeah. if it was Byron's birthday. Really? Like, yeah, it was quite popular. you'd all do My uh, teacher uh, would just bring together. in, like, wine and... And lauding them. Wine and chocolate. <laughs> what? What school was this? B-Dales? Posh one, yeah. Not B-Dales. Not that posh. Headington Girls. 
Headington Girls. Lovely yeah. name. Lovely part of the world. With Emma Watson, of course. Was it? Yeah. Are you friends with her? We were at school, yeah. I'm a bit too busy now. <laughs> Keep <in touch>. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> we did do art together, actually. Now I've done it in perspective, it's worse than it was head on, but that's okay. I'm just going to allow it. I like it, though. It's good from the side. At least you're sort of... Sometimes art doesn't have to be beautiful, right? Oh, almost definitely. I love David Lynch. You know, he's my favourite artist. Oh, yeah. He does it's film, he does painting, and all this stuff is really weird and scary. And mm. ugly, a lot of it. And that's what you're channelling. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Mm. Puppets, right? Yeah. There was a girl called... Uh, there still is a girl called Josie Daxter. Yeah. Who I once did a play with. Why are you touching the puppet? Because there's, there's a string sticking out of his mouth. Oh, right. Little... Isn't that his teeth? Oh, yeah, that is annoying. Can I just pop that in? <laughs> You're right, buddy. Um, there's a girl called Josie Daxter. I did a play with her. Mm-hmm. And then she went... She... You, you know Punch Trunk? The Punch Trunk. Oh, yeah. Like immersive. Yeah. So I'd never seen or done any of that. And she had... There was Mask of the Red Death was being done at the Batsy Art Centre. Oh yeah, I remember. And they had like one room in it, which was like for visiting artists, mm-hmm. where they could sort of do what they wanted. And she was helping out in that room once, and so she got me sort of tickets to come along to this. And what they were doing in the room, it was all blacked out, and they just had this uh, puppet mask, just a still mask. The face didn't do it. The face didn't change. Yeah. But it was just like a floating head. It was blacked. It just had like a spotlight on it, and they had had like a stick behind it, so it just looked like a sort of floating head. Oh, that's terrifying. But she taught me, greatest lesson I ever learned. Yeah. She said, secret to puppetry is breathing, is that the puppet has to breathe. So she's holding his head, yeah. and she just, to describe it on the podcast, <laughs> her hand would gently move up and down, very small amounts, yeah. but it basically means the thing oh, is now like alive. like it's pulsating. Yeah, like it's breathing, it's alive. Yeah. And that's it. If you hold it still... That's shit. That's not. That's just a bit of wood. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you make it breathe. So why aren't you making that breathe? Making Buddy breathe. Yeah. Because you've stuffed him on a toilet roll. <laughs> it's kitchen roll. Thanks very much. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have taken it to the toilet. I'm sorry. Why is he your favourite? Uh, well, you've sort of Who? David, David Lynch. Lynch. Why is he your favourite artist? Because uh, he makes he makes things. He his whole sort of theory of life. Mm-hmm. He's very into transcendental meditation and he basically is always kind of asking the question like, is this a dream? And if right. you look at life like it might be a dream, you know, is this a dream when you're dreaming? Is that the dream? Is that life? Is that life? And um, he sort of creates by meditating and just sort of following the muse where it takes him. Mm. And uh what is transcendental meditation? Transcendental meditation is a type of meditation that you uh, sit still for 25 minutes, close your eyes and you have a mantra. Everyone has their own mantra. Mm. And you just say the mantra in your mind. Who your decides on the mantra? A specialist. Oh, really? A TM specialist. And then <laughs> what, you... you have to go and see someone to get the mantra? Yeah. So what's yours? Do you do it? I, I can't you do. tell you. The way you're talking about it, it sounds like you do. I did. I did. I did do it. Um... But you're not allowed to tell anyone. No, what... you're not allowed to tell anyone. I can't give it away. But is that just because I don't know if that's it, bullshit or... or if it's because I actually don't know if it's bullshit. How long is it? Can you like can like you like it? Mm, 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 it's mm. not long. It's the equivalent of like three words. Okay. 
Can I, I try will and guess kill. It? <laughs> I'm a paedophile. I'm a paedophile. <laughs> um, um, you... Anyway, what was your question? No, no, Why I'm is he really my artist? I'm interested in it. Do oh. you, um, is it in the first person, the mantra, or is it like No, it's general... like, it does not, it's not English. Oh. I don't know what it's... Oh. What it is. It's what more, it's more is a it? sound, more a sort of series of sounds. Uh, like Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> don't worry, it's all fine in the edit. <laughs> Um, oh, that's interesting. So, what do you, where do you sit for twenty five minutes? To can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was it like growing mm. up with someone that was in the public eye? You're talking about Emma Watson. I'm talking about your family. Oh. Um, and did you know? Did it feel any different to the regular, or was it? You know, I mean, it was all you knew. I'm sure. But like, yeah, it was all I knew for the listener. My dad was on They Think It's All Over and various other um, comedy sh- TV shows mm-hmm. in the 90s. Um, it, yeah, I guess you just, your dad is just your dad. You don't really yeah. know that what they do is different to anyone else until probably secondary school. I noticed it more with teachers, weirdly. Oh, really? Um, although, if we used to go out for dinner when I was little, people would come up and like ask him for his autograph. And what was that like when you were a little person? Did that like upset you? Was it like, what are you doing with my dad? Or was it like fun? It was, I just sort of didn't really mind, I don't think. I mean, it, sometimes it was annoying if like, we just got our food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but most people are nice about it. You do get a few dickheads. And thankfully, I think it was the days before camera phones because I think people are much more intrusive mm. now sort of taking sneaky snaps sneaky peeks whereas you had to ask back in the day mm. um, but did you ever here's something I always wonder yeah with people with kids when you were little was there ever a conversation where you were told listen people are going to come up might come up when we're out and you mustn't embarrass me or shout or do you know what I mean? Or be rude to the person. What is it? Were we like PR trained? Yeah. Like as in if you are in the middle of dinner and someone comes over, you might just want to go, fuck off. But as in... No, I'd be more worried that my dad would do that than me. All right, okay. (laughs) No, I I mean, no, we were never really told. I didn't watch his, I think because what he did was comedy and it was a bit rude. Mm -hmm. I didn't really see much of it until I was a bit older. I did go and watch They Think It's All Over did you? The live recording, but I was too young to be in the audience, so I had to be in the green room. Ah. What a hard life, <laughs> <laughs> growing up in a green room. Um, but Did that make you want to do comedy? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, what made you want to do comedy? I don't know. I really like doing drama at school, and I tend to get cast as the sort of comedy character. sort of Jesse Cave type. <laughs> I was like, you sure you don't want me to do this? Jesse Cave busy, is she? Alright, I'll come in. Um, Before I come in, let's just check. Have you checked Jesse Cave's date? Yeah. She's definitely not available. Okay, I'll come in. Uh, and then I got into it at university because yeah. I auditioned for the sketch group there. Oh. And uh, I got in. Yay, congratulations. One thing led to another and here we are painting a puppet on a Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> got a dream dream big baby uh, I don't want to scare you Brett yeah but I'm going to start painting okay I think I'm I'm ready yeah. to paint oh I love what you've done with the sticks 
Hmm. It's, there quite, it's quite scary, isn't it? I think... I don't hate shine. this. I think what it's you've done great. is it shows our different... Uh, yeah, different, different approaches. Temperaments. I'm going to put the paint there. Is that all right? Yeah. And the water I'll just put... Yours feels there. much more 3D, which is great. Well, I've just sort of sketched out the, the angles, haven't mm. I? Um, I've got more brushes, but these... Here we can start with. That's quite a nice one. Yeah. Lovely brush. Okay, oh, I'm start. Lovely brush. So I'm wetting the brush. Yeah. And I'm putting it, popping it well, in. Maybe the... I have got green paint. I never really put it out because I don't love it, but it might be helpful. Don't mind me. <laughs> um. Oh, also, I've yeah. got, if you'd prefer, I've got these like ink blocks. What's that mean? They're quite hard to use, I find, but you might like them. That's quite a good green. You sort of, it's like chalk. But then you can hmm. wet it, so then it goes like that, like all watercolory. Ooh, okay. That's Give that a go. Good for the green. I'm loving this. Whoa, what a lovely way to spend your life. <laughs> so Brett. Yeah. Hi. Hi. It is Brett, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You've got um hmm. an American TV series coming out. Are yeah. you still writing it? No, no, no. It's filmed. It? It's filmed. Uh, so we have exciting. locked five of the six episodes. That's great. Um, How was that? It was a dream nightmare. A dream come true. Oh, it's really... That green is horrible. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one of the worst. Uh, a bit of interview I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to open up. <laughs> oh, that is awful. Getting the big, the big exclusive. I haven't talked to anyone about it yet. How's Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that pain is gross. <laughs> Sorry, Brett. No, no. I'm a terrible host. Forget it. Forget it. No, come no, on. I'm dream come true. Dream it's been a real experience because it's the thing you sort of dream of doing, the thing you work towards. We, yeah. we, 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 me and my uh, co-creator, yeah, Will, Will Bridges, Bridges yeah. um, you know, we've made six hours of uh, TV for AMC. Amazing. And they're all different. It's an anthology, six different stories. So it's sort of, so I read something like, that said it's sort of like Black Mirror. Is that uh, fair, I think or? that's fair. I mean, we sort of pitched it as Black Mirror with love. As in, because the, the, the concept of the show is that uh, the, uh, science finds proof of the human soul and because of it, there is now a test that can match you with your soulmate. Oh, wow. And so every story, although every story is different, is set in the world where the soulmate test exists. So if you're married, mm -hmm. it might make your marriage... Oh, it can tell you whether you're married. You can to tell your if you're married to your soulmate, yeah. <gasps> Fuck. If you and what if you're not? Can they tell you where your soulmate is? Yeah, as long as they're on the system. Shit. As long as they've taken the test, they'll be on the system. So some people take the test and their match may not be on the system yet, but it means they will be one day. God, that'd be so annoying if you met if you <laughs> yeah if you lived. if you knew your soulmate was out there but they weren't on the system. Yeah. I guess that's part of the jeopardy of it's the show. Of the, one of the episodes, uh, you know, a person finds out their soulmate is already dead. Oh, Brett, you're lots killing of, me. That's a question. Um, such an interesting idea. Yeah. And when it's on ABC. AMC. AMC. ABC. God. So it'll be on AMC <laughs> June 28th. And yeah. then 
I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Okay, I'm in, uh, it's been sold to Amazon worldwide, <gasps> so it'll be on Amazon Prime. Amazing! Yeah. So we can watch it here? You can watch it here. I don't know what date it will be on there, but... That's so cool. You can watch them all on there. Um, Is that a world exclusive? Yeah, currently. Great. I haven't told anyone else. <laughs> That's so um, exciting. And so Will wrote one of the episodes of Black Mirror, didn't he? Yeah, he wrote the one that won the Emmy. Oh, or yeah. co-wrote it with Charlie Brooker. Uh, have you known him for a while, or did you just... We met on Superbob. Oh, yeah, of course. uh, We co-wrote the screenplay for Superbob. And it was while we were writing Superbob that we had this idea. And we made a short film of it. And just seven years later, we made (laughs) the show. Well, that is... um, That feels like a huge achievement. And it's good to know that you can have an idea and even... You know, it, it can happen. It can happen. You've just got to just stick work with it. Were there any points where you were like, oh, we should just give up? Oh, I, to be honest, my sort of secret, the secret of my success is always assume nothing's happening. Yeah. And just, you know, just keep writing stuff. But what made you stick with this idea then? Uh, <clears throat> well, we, 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 what made me stick with it? We were in development with AMC. Mm-hmm. And as long as they didn't sort of drop it, mm-hmm. there was always hope. But I never thought it was going to actually get greenlit. And then one day, almost out of the blue, they called and said, right, it's happening, you're filming in a month. And we were like, what? So great. Yeah. And we filmed yeah, often... it in Madrid for America. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it really snowy when you were there? It was fucking freezing. <laughs> I kept seeing all your Instagram posts. <laughs> You sounded really pissed off. Yeah, yeah, because it's Madrid. Everyone kept going to me, oh, lucky. <laughs> like, you're having, oh, we're all in winter and you're in Madrid. And I was like, it's fucking <laughs> so cold. It's colder than anywhere I've been. <laughs> we were always outside. All the stuff we were shooting was just in the woods. And then it was like, so. That's your fault, to be fair. You wrote yeah, that. Yeah, we, did, we didn't write any warm scenes. Yeah. That was our fault. Um, and um, are you in it? No, uh, I was doing. Uh, if we do another, I was meant to be in one, mm-hmm. uh, but then Jesse Cave got it. I got another. I got an acting job in something else, which meant that oh. I couldn't. Jesse Cave, so I gave the job to Jesse Cave. <laughs> 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 we won't give it to you, and and I was, and then this other. I didn't text came, back in yeah, time. <laughs> so you didn't text back. Jesse was straight up there. Um, uh, and would you have had to audition? Because I know people that have written stuff and then they've had to audition for it and not got it. But I guess... That's a great point. Uh, tr- well, truthfully, the short that we made mm-hmm. that got us the, the show in the first place, yeah. I was in the short. Okay. So they already, they had said when they'd um, greened it, they said, and you'll be in one, right? So it was okay. And you were like, yeah, yeah, oh, sorry. Like, yeah, oh, sorry, I'm going to have to give it to Jesse. <laughs> what was the other thing that you got a part in? That I don't think about? I can talk about because I don't think that one's been announced. Okay. Sorry. Um, how does it make, how does it meal? <laughs> how does it meal? <laughs> how does, how it... does it meal? <laughs> do, 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 this do. is how it meals to be lonely. <laughs> when you're uh... hungry in love. <laughs> How does it feel to make something that millions of people will watch? Well, that's very optimistic and I like it. Well, I hope they do. Uh, It feels, you know what, it's 
it's an extraordinary thing and I never for a second take it for granted like it's incredible and every day particularly when it was really stressful the thing that would sort of calm you or bring you back to earth would go this is unbelievable this happening you know what I mean like this is I can't believe this is real but it was the most most work I've ever done in my life like kind of relentless 20 hour days for a year Mm -hmm. didn't have a day off at all including Sundays the Lord's Day yeah even on the Lord's Day we were working so sometimes it was a bit like bloody hell but then you'd always go I just think in the end oh god I hate I I hate being sort of positive about stuff but like as in we're really proud of it yeah you should be positive about it I think it'd be really good but I also think when you work that hard or something it better be fucking good because otherwise like what have you you know been a waste of a year if it weren't I guess the scary bit is just before it comes out and you know yeah, the direction, you see it and there's that, nothing you can do yeah at that point so yeah. who was in it uh well it's a different uh cast every week oh yeah so i can tell you but it'll take a while <laughs> uh the big name sarah snook from oh, yeah. succession she's in the first episode right and kingsley benadir from uh piggy blinders david costable from breaking bad nice sonia cassidy from humans Charlie Heaton, Stranger Things. Oh my god. Marlon Ackerman from Watchmen in the Comeback. A stellar lineup. What's it called? It's called Soulmates. Soulmates. Good name. And did you get to sit in on the audition process? Were you the audition process? Well, so we were show running it, which is the American model, which basically means you do everything. Literally everything. But get paid to do one thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pay of one job, but the work of all the jobs. The responsibility of everything. Yeah. Uh, which is so why you were so in charge work. of running the casting. Everything, yeah. I mean, we had That's a casting mad. director, but, you know, we had everyone. The, you're basically overseeing everything. So there was a casting director who was amazing. And there was a, you know, we had everyone. We had a hell of a team. But you're kind of, you know, I don't know. This bit's boring, isn't it? No. You're you're kind of you know you're over all, all over everything. Mm-hmm. Um, do you and, feel you learnt stuff yeah. from an acting point of view that you like would or wouldn't do at auditions now, having been in the room? Do you know what I did learn? What I learned is from because I watched so many casting takes. You know the thing, the worst bit when you're in a casting and they make you say your name and your agent, yeah, and your and your height. And yeah. I always feel like an absolute dickhead when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I learned, and it's counterintuitive. Do something weird in that, in bit, that bit, because it will because you end up watching so many videos. Yeah, it will stand out if if you even if anything that's enough. Yeah, just... there was a guy that got a part just because in his intro he went like, "Hello, my name's oh gosh, what anyway that sort of thing, something like that." <laughs> Whatever he did, it was like so the bar was really low. Stood out, and you were like, "Who's this guy?" And then you really watch his tape. And then you're like, oh, he's really good. Well, that's good so that's Such... my tip is do something sort of something kooky, kooky, which sounds awful, yeah, but yeah, it does. Do something kooky up top. All right then. Um, I'll tell you another secret. Mm-hmm. One person got the part simply because he had been in the Muppet Christmas Carol, which is the greatest <gasps> film of all time. So I was like, you get the job, mate. I love Muppet yeah. Christmas. He was also absolutely amazing, but. That is truly why. Who was he in the Muppet? Uh, nephew Fred, Stephen McIntosh, brilliant actor. That's so cool. Yeah, 
How's your painting go? It looks good for me. Yeah? Yeah, great colours. Thank you. Well, I like that uh, chalky thing you gave me. Oh, yeah. Is that what the green is? Yeah. Has any moment in your career so far mm-hmm. matched Lucas Mora's 96th minute? No. <laughs> you think it ever will? Uh, you won't... I don't know if you'll be able to use this or if this will mean anything to you. There's a show that I wrote on mm-hmm. uh, that I entirely based an entire episode on a moment that happened with Lucas Mora. Really? Yeah. And that I had to show the writer's room. I was like, listen, guys, you've got to see this. And I think it's my favourite moment in football. Shall I tell you it? Yeah, please. All right. So Lucas Moore, I've been with Tottenham a while. Mm-hmm. Hadn't really been like, no one was really talking about him. Yeah. And then he has this amazing game. He scores a hat trick. And at the end of the game, I mean, you should look it up because it's so yeah. beautiful. At the end of the game, he runs... He's on the field, he runs to the stand, stands there with the ball under his arm, sort mm-hmm. of posing, yeah. just sort of facing the ground, like legs apart, just standing there like a fucking geezer. Yeah. And the commentators are going, what's he doing? Oh, he's really posing there. But he's standing there and he looks really emotional, like he's going to cry. Yeah. And you're sort of like, what's going on? He's just sort of posing and posing. And then you realise he's looking for someone and then come through the crowd is his wife and baby and they get to the front of the crowd and he goes and she hands him their son who's like a toddler and he holds him up to the crowd and everyone goes, hey! And then he puts the boy <laughs> down on the field and he's got like a dummy in his mouth, this kid. Yeah. And he puts the, a ball in front of the kid and the kid sort of goes, uh, 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 kicks the ball a little bit and the crowd goes, hey! <laughs> and then walks towards, <laughs> kicks the ball and goes, hey! It's so beautiful and he picks and the kid up and holds go. it. Yeah. <laughs> take the kid out yeah the he goes not your kid he goes sorry sorry you can't go on the pitch mate <laughs> yeah um that is beautiful yeah it's really time wasting though fucking tottenham <laughs> no it was the end of the, the game had finished oh. <laughs> we've been shown it millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Great. I'm doing his nose now. Great. Brett. Yeah. What is art? Um, art is uh, a way of um, perceiving the world through a different lens. Mm, lovely. Uh, and to show. 
to show the world in a new light. Are you reading that off bring... something? <laughs> no, that's what I'm thinking it through. <laughs> and to, to hopefully bring joy or inspire awe and to mm. make you see the world anew. Is that right? Absolutely lovely, yeah. So do you think it always has to inspire joy? No, it doesn't have to inspire joy, but I think it, it should um, be the equivalent of like... Uh, What's the word when they say, like, you know, uh, pan out? No, what's it, like, zoom out? Yeah. Like, you go, oof, we're only tiny specks. Oh, what, to sort of give us perspective? Give us or... some perspective or, or at least... On how small we are in the grand scheme. No, or, or just make you go, ooh, kind of... Ooh. ooh. <laughs> Bloody hell. I haven't thought of it like that. Bloody hell, I'm alive. Yeah. I don't know. To be that... grateful for our existence. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, it couldn't be dark. Of course it could be dark. Some of the best art is dark. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, I think that's it. To make you see the world in a different light. Mm. Does that sound right? Sounds right to me, yeah. That's what exactly what about? I've got written down here, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a good answer. Thank you. What do you think it's for? Showing off. <laughs> I've got a massive painting on display as you walked into the room because I was working on it when you arrived. It's but really it did look like. Here's one I did earlier. Mm. Oh, sorry. It just happens to be uh, right in front of you and you walk. A human expression, a cre- creation of human expression. I also think it's always, I think the art that I like, not that I know much of anything, mm. I think it all, it's all storytelling. I think all of it is like, we all put more, we put meaning on stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything's chaos and we decide what it means, right? Yeah. To try and make sense of things. And art and everything, stories are just ways of trying to put meaning on stuff. And sometimes you look at a painting and you go, oh, that's about this. and mm-hmm. It's telling this story, but it might just be a fucking flower. And we're projecting. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, in terms of paintings, do you prefer ones where there's like an obvious It's a story, bit going on. A bit going on, you know. Look, truthfully, Annie, when you asked me this, I was slightly worried because I thought, oh, I don't really know anything about paintings. Yeah, and but, then you messaged me about finger painting and I was like, oh, great. Yeah. He knows what he wants. But I have been, you know, I've seen a couple in my time. Yeah. But I'm no expert. That's fine. Who is? I don't really know anything. I'm not an expert. Uh, and sometimes I, I think I'm I'm bored. <laughs> what, looking at art? Or... Well, I sort of, um, I, I think, it's one of the things I feel like I, I sort of want to be educated because I love Steve Martin and he loves art. And I'd like Steve Martin to teach me about art. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I think if I looked at it long enough, am I kind of am I free yeah. to go now? I've stood I, here for a minute. I always feel like I should walk, I be standing longer. Walk around galleries far too quickly. Yeah, I'm like what's the rules? And then if there's someone looking at one, you like skip mm. ahead and then come back, and it's all stressful. Yeah, God, it's a nightmare. But it should it? just be one in, one out in galleries. Yes, I like that. What paintings have you seen? Oh, uh, in real life. Mm. Well, when we was in um, Madrid, I went to one of the big museums once. Oh, cool. Uh, I couldn't tell you what I saw. (laughs) 
But I did see one massive, like, famous, you might know what it is. It's, like, massive and it takes out, like, 12 walls. And it's, like, a vision of hell or something. Dante's uh, Inferno? Something like that. It's very impressive. I've not been to Madrid, actually. It's very cold. It's too cold, yeah. (laughs) Can't recommend it. It's very cold. Um, I'm going to do the bow tie and then the little denim mini, and then I think I'm sort of there. Oh, wow. You're you're really... Racing through. I've got a question for you. Yeah. Do you own any art? Uh, No. I have... um... What I have on my walls, which I do think is art, I have film posters. Oh, I was going to guess that. Yeah, I, I do. If that counts, then yes, but I, they're not like originals. They're just yeah, that counts. Posters from the from the which, which films? Uh, I'll tell you one that it sort of breaks the rules. Mm-hmm. I have a poster of the film Wolf, uh, Mike Nichols' film with Jack Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh yeah, it's a terrible film. But the poster is really sexy. And I think I have that. That might be the only one where I can go. That is a genuine, I have that as a work of art. Because all the other films I have, it's like, they look good and I love the film. But Wolf is a shit film. I just really like the picture. (laughs) Is there a sexy woman on it? Well, it's Michelle Pfeiffer. It's Jack Nicholson's, uh, it's dark. Yeah. Jack Nicholson's got like a yellow wolf eye. And he's staring (laughs) like a wolf. And Michelle Pfeiffer's mouth and nose are there under him. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. It's a good poster, isn't it? It's quite creepy. Oh, yeah. and there's sort of reflection of a moon in his eye. Yeah, and it says, the animal is out. <laughs> is that your mantra? Yeah. <laughs> it's too many words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what's your best impression, Annie? <laughs> You've been given those. <laughs> um, I can do Moaning Myrtle. Go on. Harry. <laughs> that's really good. Thanks. I can do Stephen Fry doing Harry Potter audiobooks. Oh, go on. Harry Potter! <laughs> That's good. Weird that we both didn't get cast in... Uh... <laughs> Jessica got the yeah. part. <laughs> she actually did. Yeah. Lavender Brown. Who auditioned to be in... Um... I auditioned to be Luna Lovegood, in fact. Did you? But she got cast as the Irish girl. Hmm. She was a massive Harry Potter fan, the girl who got the part apparently she'd written in saying really? that she she is Luna Lovegood. And that's where I went wrong. Right. You said I'm I said Annie I'm Annie That <laughs> like a part anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, we're sorry, only we're casting actual people who were in the books. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um Harry Potter <laughs> Harry <laughs> Do you think we'll get in? Based on this podcast. Harry was getting older. <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> Please to make your acquaintance. Why is so old, Harry? <laughs> this is good content. Oh, Potter. Is it? Is that Snape? Yeah. Stephen Friday. Yeah, Stephen Friday. Is it? <laughs> Potter, is it? Stephen Fry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hermione, and I'm clever, but not in a boring way. Now, where are you, Harry? (laughs) Have you seen the film? (laughs) I've listened to the audio, (laughs) but I've gone very rogue on his shirt. Oh, I've really fucked his bow tie. I can do Stitch. You can do Stitch? What's Stitch? 
Our family leg. Our family means family. Oh, that's very good. Family means nobody gets left behind. Hey, this is really good. You could also do, that means you could also do um, the geezer out of the Black Cauldron. What's he called? Gurgly. Could I? Yeah. Favourite Disney film? Oh. Oh, we're sort of entering into your podcast territory now, aren't we? It's okay. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, I love it. Beauty and the Beast. Love it. Uh, Jungle Book. How's that? Love it, yeah. What about The Lion King not getting a look in? No. <gasps> Don't like it? I love it, but it's not making the top three. It's not tabling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what I thought when you said tabling was uh, in Beauty and the Beast. Is there a table? That talks. <laughs> yeah. Talking table. Talking, yeah, it probably is. Like Doesn't the get many legs. Yeah. On the table. Your table. Oh, I can do um, chip. Oh, go on. Do I still have to sleep in the cupboard? I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> Wait, it wasn't as good as I remember the my impression being. I know it was good. Mom, do I still have to sleep in the cupboard? What about um? Daddy, there's a monster outside my room. Can I have a glass of water? What's that? In Signs, the little girl who loves water. Oh, I love that. It's about water, isn't it? That... Mm. It is, in a way. Oh, yeah. Um, one more, I've remembered. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Miss Piggy in Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, go on. When, she, when he goes there on the island, she's got loads of jewellery. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's he called? The pirate. Long, John, Long John Silver? Yeah. Long John Silver, yeah. And he's like, then where did you get those gold doubloons? And she goes, <laughs> shopping channel? Yeah, funny. That's good. Love that bit. How's your podcast going, Brett? Um, it's going very well, thanks, Ellie. I'd I love, love it. you to do it sometime. I'd love to do it. Oh, you sent me the questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're preparing for you to do it. We're preparing. <laughs> this is preparation. I've already, This yeah. is a test of our chemistry, isn't yeah. it? I think you're going to be on it. Um, um, yeah, it's great. I really enjoy listening to it on a run sometimes. Yeah, that's yeah. very nice. It's quite weird, isn't it? Like I um, listen to comedians, comedian podcasts mm-hmm. every week, and you think it's odd. Like I know Stuart Goldsmith so well. I listen to him every week. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. I listen to like an hour and a half of Stuart Goldsmith every single week, and put all them together, amount of hours. It's a lot more hours than I've actually spent with Stuart Yeah, it means you don't have to meet up. <laughs> he did say in one podcast, if you're a friend of mine that hasn't been in touch for a while, remember that you don't actually talk to me, you just listen to the podcast. And I thought, oh yeah. That's so true. he's plugging friendship. Yeah, because people go, yeah, I've caught up with you yeah. too. I get the gist. That's so funny that he's noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't like what I've done with the bow tie. I think I'm going to stop. It's weird... Um, colour choice purple and black for a bow tie with a sort of beige I mean who is he dressing himself it's possible I, I can't remember if I designed it ah <laughs> no I, I didn't um, have you ever pretended to like art Brett uh, that's a good apart, question apart from now on this podcast yeah that's a good question prob uh, no, because I think I'm probably the sort of person I've changed now, but I reckon back in the day I'd have double leaned into what fuck off, I don't know nothing about art. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have pretended to like it. I like, could have done that. Yeah, what is oh, what fucking what? bit of red? Yeah. I can do red. 
yeah. You can so, do red, actually. I can see. Thank you. Um, so, no, I don't think I would have pretended. Because I'm sorry, I can't think of anyone I fancied who was really into art. I'd have to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason you would have. It's the only reason I'm ever pretending anything. <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst uh, thing you've pretended on a date to impress a girl? Um, that I enjoyed Titanic. Oh, really? <laughs> I took a girl that I really fancy to see Titanic to, to like a preview of it and she cried so much and I remember looking at her like what's going on? <laughs> well thought, you just didn't feel anything? I was just like I was way ahead of the curve on ta- well because Titanic lost me You've been told what happened at the end No it lost me half an hour in when, when the geezer goes Dad Picasso he won't amount to anything and I thought this is oh. fucking dog shit and yeah. then the girl was crying I was like oh bloody hell I probably shouldn't say this is dog shit <laughs> She was a big Picasso fan. She was like, that's the saddest thing I've ever seen. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really sad. (laughs) (laughs) Really sad what's going to happen to Picasso. (laughs) They do some drawing in that. Life drawing on the boat. Yeah. Quite steamy then, isn't it? Mm, Very naughty. Bet you like that scene. I did like that scene. You're right. I I perked up with that scene. With the hand on the window. Steamy Steamy hand. hand. Steamy hand. Jinx. Oh, Brett. Yeah, hi. Have you seen a film called Loving Vincent? Oh, that is the hand-painted... Yeah, uh, oil-painted Yeah, no, I haven't, actually. I've seen the making of it, but I haven't seen the thing. Is it brilliant? It is. Well, it's brilliant in that it's I've amazing never seen it anything like exists. it. Yeah. But visually, it's amazing. If it was done with just sort of real-life actors, I don't know how amazing it would be. Right. It's just sort of the story of Van Gogh's life, which is quite interesting. Huge achievement, isn't it? Imagine how long that would take. Oh. I'm not going to do checks on his shirt because I can't be bothered. Okay. Um, I need a... Mm, I need a... Mm. But yeah, you should see it. It's definitely interesting. Yeah. And you're a film buff. I should have seen that. You're right. God, I hate myself now. Thanks, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What I was going to say is, do you find it a similar process to writing or... Doing art. As, yeah, I don't know how you, whether you find writing therapeutic. Is it like an outlet for you or is it just stressful because it's work? Oh, no, it's definitely an outlet. Look, I think that I've become more and more aware of this, right? I think, I, well, I know I used to have depression a lot, mm-hmm. sure. And now I've done a lot of work and I have it an awful lot less. And one of the key things that always, always makes me feel better mm-hmm. is uh, new stuff making new stuff oh if I do a gig new yeah. material mm-hmm. if I write something new anything creative that's new you go oh I'm not depressed what was I talking about fine that's interesting mm. you've just come from a new was it a new material gig it was a new material gig and did you find that um... do I look do I look depressed <laughs> <laughs> No, it was great. And you, I it, find new material gigs some, some of the most depressing nights of my life. <laughs> no, there's something really magical when you do a new thing and it works. Yeah. And you go like, oh. I didn't yeah, know. you do You have a new sort of lease of life. Yeah, you? You, yeah, exactly. It's a real inspired. magic. And yeah, um, that is always... When you feel like a bit low, it's like, because you haven't been making anything new, I think. Mm. And you can get sort of stuck on a project, can't you? Mm. For seven years. <laughs> yeah, seven years. I'm so happy for you that it's it's coming it's, out. It's exciting. Yeah, thank you. It is uh, real. <laughs> I do, you know, I do not take it for granted. It's a huge thing. 
when you had depression, did you find that that um, impacted what you wrote? I think it took me many, 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 it took my whole life to realise. I used to think, I think I was always like a sad child. And I think I thought you have to be a depressive to be an artist. Right. I thought, I just thought, oh, this is why I do what I do, because I'm a, a miserable cunt. <laughs> Don't say cunt. <laughs> As a child. You can believe that. Uh, but, you know, and, I always, and David Lynch, who we come back to, David Lynch is yeah. one of my heroes. Mm-hmm. He tells a story of, he, he was he was writing this comic strip for an American newspaper called The Angriest Dog in the World. Mm-hmm. And it was just this this dog that was so angry that it got rigor mortis. <laughs> and it was just like a frozen <laughs> still of a dog in the garden. like, Argh! And it would just have captions over it. But the picture would be the same. And it would yeah. go day to night, just this dog. <laughs> and during the time he was writing The Angriest Dog in the World, he went to see a therapist. Mm. And the therapist said to him, but I think this was a bad therapist, but, mm. I, but this really did affect me. He, the therapist said to him, Look, I can help you, mm. but I'm concerned that if I do, you'll stop making your art. That's such a dangerous thing. Yeah, and so he stopped, and I read that at a young age, so I was like, oh, right, so this is all good. But now I know that it's not true. And actually, So did he say that on a... I mean, how do you know? It was that? in a... Was I believe it was in a book called Lynch on Lynch, where he was interviewed. But was he saying that was unhelpful advice? Well, he then did Transcendental Meditation, and that was right. what cured him of his rage and everything, and now he's a man of peace. And once world peace in a way. Is that how you got into the meditation through? Entirely through? because of David Lynch did it. Yeah. If he said, if he said jump, I'd say, oh, hang on. How high? <laughs> can, you, can you give me more specifics? <laughs> jump where? Just I'm into it. Don't, I'm not saying no. <laughs> can you just be a little more specific? Yeah. <laughs> Conceptual or realism? Conceptual. Impressionism or expressionism? I wish I knew what that meant. <laughs> Impressionists. Straight lines or curves? Ooh, straight lines. Looking at art alone or with others? Hmm, alone. Can you separate the art from the artist? Um, not completely. Talk about or think about art? Think about. First, second or third film in a trilogy? Great question. Thank you. Second. Private view or view of privates? Private view. I love how seriously you're taking this. (laughs) Miss Piggy or Kermit? Oof. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, come on. I'm going Kermit. Oh, misogynist. No. <laughs> Misogynist or feminist? Mm. Mm, no, too difficult. Come oh, back to me. <laughs> Painting from life, landscape or still life? Say again. Painting from life, yeah. landscape or still life? Landscape. You love landscapes, don't you? Why are you I just like going to live in a field? Well, I'd like to live on the beach. Would you? Yeah. LA or London? London. You're not getting a beach there, love. That's true. Is what you do art? Yes. Everyone hates saying yes, but you it is yes. Wide shot or close up? Close up. Spielberg or Kubrick? Spielberg. 
Sunflowers or Starry Night? Starry Night. Yeah, me too. Oh, great. First kiss? Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Dicks or pussies? Dicks or pussies? Yeah. Pussies. Thank you very much. You're welcome. (laughs) So we're reviewing each other's work. A mark out of 10 for commitment, technique, and then a final overall grade. Sorry, I thought I was going to burp throughout saying that. Um, I hate my piece of paper's gone all floppy. Da 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 da! Floppy power! <laughs> Thank you. Wow. I love it! I don't. Brett Goldstein painted. <laughs> yeah, great. Right, what am I. This is excellent, Annie McGrath. No, this is excellent. You know what yours has? Go it's on. big, it's bold. It's got creases on his shirt. I mean, that's the sort of shit you can't buy. Oh, yeah, it has actually. You can't... That's the sort of shit you can't teach. That is the equivalent <laughs> of a puppet buy. breathing. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Brett. His arms are alive in yours. He's alive. Crease, creased But he's alive. Yes. It's very big. Mm. Wonderful, wonderful <laughs> uh, dimensions. It feels three-dimensional. Feels like he's alive. Really feels like he's alive. Well, he is. I'm actually way. moved by it. Are you? Yeah. Prove it. I want to have a little cry. <laughs> well, I've never made someone cry on this. What's That's your, my aim. What's my? What do I have to mark it out? Um, commitment out of ten. You don't have to write it on the piece. Te- you even got this teeth in. But you, um, uh, commitment out of ten, and then technique out of ten. Uh, oh, I mean, even the shorts. It's a really wonderful piece of work. It's ten and ten and ten. <laughs> Just two tens. Okay, it's two tens. Are you sure? That feels feels a lot. But you know, I mean, like it. even the ear has a sort of is almost more three dimensional than the actual ear. Mm. Is your buddy more alive than Buddy? <gasps> no, but <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's two D. <laughs> right, Brett. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, the colours are bang on. Yeah. And when you started, you did him very front on, but then mm. I love that you sort of changed it. You adapted because you knew what you'd drawn was yeah. wrong. So you've done him at sort of angle. Had a go. And it's really nice. The ear, I love particularly. It also, it looks 3D, but you can tell it's a puppet. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, it looks sort of stuffed in the face. It's sort of rounded. Yeah. And I love <laughs> It's not bad. <laughs> it's great. I really like it. Mm. Your commitment to the shirt is great. You've done all the checks. And when I saw you start doing that, I mm. thought, fuck it, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looks like it takes too long. Um, you've done the sticks, which I didn't do. So you've really committed. And I like how you haven't gone too. I think I went very big. I like how you yours is more subtle. And it's a very subtle piece. <laughs> it's a subtle piece. <laughs> Lime green with pink hair. Very subtle piece of work. I think it's brilliant. I'm going to give you the commitment 10 out of 10 because you did the sticks. Yeah. And but take... yours did you, what, it was a choice, I think. Yeah. Mine, you're right. Mine looks like a puppet. Yours looks alive. Yours is like, what would Buddy be like if he wasn't a puppet? Yeah. So, of course, he doesn't have sticks because he's got a crease th- shirt. Oh, that's true. What do you think it says about our personalities? Oh. <sighs> I think it says that you uh, see the world. uh, It's the difference Mm. between the Lion King stage show and the Lion King film. Yeah. 
which has a lot we of parts. We both got love and life in these things. <laughs> yeah. But yours goes, what if it's just alive? But mine goes, what if it's a puppet? <laughs> but it's also alive. But I'll show you the workings. It's still got sticks. You can still see there's a person operating yeah. it. But it's the melding of the thing that makes it up. Whereas you just go, forget the, the workings. Forget the sticks. Forget Hakuna the sticks. Matata. Here's Buddy. It's the circle of life. Yeah. Um, right, so 10 out of 10 for commitment. And technique, I'm going to give you an 8. I do know what. It's much more than I was expecting before I started it's this. It's great. It's really good. I like how sensitive the, the marks. I think you can tell you use the oil block. Really nice, like, yeah. washy marks on the face. Thank you. I love it. I'm giving you an A. I'm giving you an A star. Yes! Um, and I would just like to say it's been an honour being on your podcast, Jessie Kay. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. I know you're very, very busy and we've had to fit it in late at night and I really appreciate you making the effort. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Goodbye. 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 See you on Films to be buried with. Yeah! Brett Goldstein. What a guy. That was such a fun episode. Um, if you want to see our artworks, then follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Secret Art Pod. Um, I'm at Annie McTweet on Twitter and McGrath.art for my art stuff on Instagram. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Please do review and subscribe uh, Subscribe if you're not already. Um, and have a lovely week. Only two more episodes left before we finish series one. So catch up on all the others. And look after yourselves. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire Round music by Steve Dunn. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.